This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. I hope you guys are having a lovely Valentine's Day, honey. Girl. Can we talk about this shit show this whole fucking weekend? By the way, before I go into the shit show, I would like to congratulate the... Congratulate the LA Rams for winning the Super Bowl. It's nice to see some fresh blood winning the Super Bowl this year. Just like last year, it was nice to see the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. Congratulations on winning the Super Bowl. I know it has been a long time coming for Odell Beckham. Congratulations on your win last night. Um, but I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I was just there for the halftime show. I'm always there for the halftime show. No shade. Even when it was the Atlanta fucking Falcons losing ass bitches. Um, I was just there for the halftime show. They didn't go all out with the Atlanta vibe. Um, they could have found somebody else for the Atlanta vibe. But LA made sure y'all red honey. Y'all were cripping all over the place. Um, so the halftime show was lit. I was expecting a Tupac hologram. I'm glad they didn't do it because I don't think Tupac would like it. I'm just saying, but I'm glad they didn't do it. Um, but you know, there was word on the street saying that Tupac hologram was going to pop up or something, but I would like to congratulate the Los Angeles Rams for their epic win last night. Hope you guys had fun. I heard a few babies happen. Um, word on the street is, is that um, one of the LA Rams' wife gave birth during the Super Bowl. So there was a lot of excitement that was happening over the weekend. So I just want to acknowledge that first. We're going to start the podcast off with some positivity, with some love, it's just nice that the Patriots are not winning. Um, fuck Tom Brady. Um, you need to retire, you old bag of shit. Fuck you, you sheen ass bastard. It's nice to see somebody new win the Super Bowl. <laughs> People come on this podcast like, damn, she's coming in hard on Tom Brady, yada yada. Tom Brady still won the Super Bowl last year, and he wasn't even part of the Patriots. But anyway, you know, it's just nice to see some new blood and the new quarterback being um, respected and loved. God bless you, L.A. Rams. Um, God keep you and God make sure y'all have a very beautiful parade. Okay, I don't know when y'all going to do y'all parade. But I know one thing. I'm still in my feelings. I missed the one that they did for the Atlanta uh, Braves parade. But I was paranoid. But, you know, the, 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 the like plot thickens of that was I got sick in the house. So, once again, congratulations to the LA Rams. I hope you guys have an awesome celebration. I hope you guys enjoyed yourself. I hope everybody enjoyed themselves in LA. I'm going to next year's Super Bowl. Mark my words. I'm going to the Super Bowl next year. I don't care if any of the teams I want to go don't go. I'm going to the Super Bowl. And the next morning, I'm going to talk shit about it on my podcast. Talk about the parties. 
talk about some shit that happened. I might get into an argument with Doja Cat. It all depends. So, y'all. Now, y'all know with great celebrations always come great, crazy situations. So, during the Super Bowl, there, I mean, during the, while, while during the Super Bowl weekend, there was some crazy shit that happened. Um, y'all all know, I already, I mean, it kind of started off with the baby. And then fighting at the bowling alley. Well, it seemed to keep going on. And then what happened was um, Justin Bieber threw a party and Kodak Black got shot at the party. I don't have any news article or anything in front of me. Um, I'm just going off what I read and what I saw. Um, I, ho- I hope he's okay. I hope everything is fine. Really? A Justin Bieber party? So Justin Bieber, he's rolling like that. Like he he has a squad like that now. I thought he got saved and sanctified and delivered. But yeah. Um, along with that, um, Kanye West decided to express himself over the weekend. Um, and I will be talking about it on my other platform, which is on U42. Um but here, you know, we're trying to we trying to focus on Black History Month, and we're trying to focus on people who accomplish something, um, and who basically spent their life trying to be good examples. Um, and I'm just I'm not I just don't feel like dealing with bad examples on this podcast. I just don't. But long story short. Um, Kanye got in his feelings and went on a rant and, um, he's still on a rant today. Of course, today he's going to be on a rant because he doesn't have his wife. Y'all Gemini seem to not know how to be by yourselves, especially during the holiday season, girl. Excuse my shade. Anyway, um, he does not want to lose his wife. I'm going to say this. (laughs) I'm going to say this. Let that raggedy ass bitch go. Okay? Let her go. Let her think she's keeping moving on. Let her think that she's going, doing somewhere. She ain't going nowhere. Let her, let her do what she got to do. And she's going to get her. Her karma is going to come back. Trust me when I say this. Um... She's going to get karma. She's going to get karma for everything she has done in her life. So, um, you know, it's just, it's like, it's like this. It's like, but once again, I feel like Kim Kardashian is his karma. So, I mean, I don't, I don't feel bad for either party. I feel like, you know, you got with her and she's showing you her true colors um you married her you know this is what you fought for this is what you wanted right this is what you left amber rose for right this is what you you know, this is, it's, 
I would feel bad for him if he wasn't so disrespectful to black women. I just, I just don't. I can't with him. And for you to call your racially ambiguous looking ass kids black, that is when he's like, well, my black children. Nigga, your kids will get stopped and the police will have to look at them a couple of times. And they will get arrested just off the fact that your name is Kanye West and their mom name is Kim Kardashian. So that's a whole nother type of privilege you got going on there. But it's like, I can't feel bad for you if you're a bitch ass nigga. If you, if you sit up there, you disrespect your black women, you talk shit about us. Um, and then on top of that, it's like, oh, I like mutts. And then you got with a bitch. And you created, I'm not going to say that, you created more multiracial children and then you want to get mad because she's not accepting the craziness that is you. She got with you for the aesthetic and for the culture. Like you said, you talk about you want to get the culture back. You're not going to get the culture back, but trust me when I say Pete Davidson is not going to be a, a, a walk in the ballpark. Trust me. She's going to get her karma in Pete. So you ain't got to worry about that shit. I just try to figure out why you fighting for somebody who is not for empowering the family. She's more about empowering herself. She empowers herself. She don't empower nobody else, okay? And she over here claiming to be doing prison re reform. And she got out Santonia Brown, who was a grown-ass woman that killed someone. So she just all about making sure she looks good. And you're right now making her look good. And she's going to take those kids, have sole custody, and going to probably get like six figures in child support from you. So you need to stop acting stupid and stop acting crazy and keep it moving. Give her the damn divorce. She doesn't want to be with you anymore. She can't get anything else out of you. I don't know what she thinks she's going to get out of Pete because Pete, sneaky Pete, she ain't gonna get nothing out of him. She's just using him to act like she's moving on and she's going by, she's trying to act like you, which is basically you make everybody famous and that's true because nobody knew who the fuck Taylor Swift's rat, 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 uh, ratchet ass was. So, I guess she thinks she can make Pete Davidson famous. But nobody fucking cares. And my thing is, you sit up here showing your ass, and I will go into great detail, um, like I said, on my other platform, what went down. But I just want to talk about Black History Month on here, and then we're going to go right back to our uh, missing people conspiracy theory way after this month. Yeah, I know we only got 24 hours left in this month. So I just want to go ahead and use this month wisely. But I just, I just don't quite understand. Like, you're entertaining this bitch. You the one who fought for that. This is what you want. Did you not learn from Reggie Bush? She's, I mean, and of course she's going to make you look bad. That's what publicists are supposed to do. And so what if she moved on? She does not want you anymore. Just grant the hoe her fucking divorce, goddammit. Okay? Kim Ye is not a good example of a good marriage, okay? There are people who are not famous who are better examples than Kim Ye. 
But yeah, I mean, he just won a total rant. I'm going into details on my other platform about the rant. And it's like, nigga, sit your stupid ass down. Shut up. And I can't feel bad for you because you want that. You wanted that. You fall for that, okay? You diss every fucking black bitch to get to that hoe. So I don't feel bad for you. I hope she hurts your feelings until you stop bothering her. I can't feel bad for you, my nigga. I can't. The stupid bitch gaslit a rumor that you were fucking Jeffree Star. And you really fighting for this evil bitch? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Make me laugh. I'm sitting up here with my popcorn and my real velvet cookie laughing at this. Make better life choices. And don't be making choices based off your aesthetic. And meanwhile, his other bitch, she's over here feeling some type of way about it and liking everything Kim Kardashian do. Bitch, you're irrelevant. Go sit down. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Okay? Yes, he was using you. That's a dog. He was using you to make it seem like he had all that power. And you fell for it. He gave you and your little uh, friends <coughs> Aramaid's bags. Were they Aramaid's bags? What kind of bags they were? Were they Birkins? Your friends got Birkins out the whole fucked up situation. All right, bitch. So bye. <laughs> I would like to know this. Why is this happening during Black History Month? Why is all this popping off on Black History Month? The only other things I'm expecting during Black History Month is the Super Bowl, of course, and Mardi Gras. And this nigga over here fighting over this fucking bitch like their marriage is going to save other marriages. No. There are people who just got married now who are going to still be married. You just grant the bitch a divorce before she take the kids and you get put in a mentally insane asylum. She already put your ass in a psychiatric ward once because you had a meltdown on stage because Jay-Z wasn't fucking with you. Just know when to let go and leave people where they are. Kim is Kim. Kim going to use people to do it. I mean, she using Pete Davidson. And she then she decided to kiss Stinky Face. I was like, no, this fucking trifle ass bitch did not sit up here and try to kiss Stinky Face. She kissed Stinky Face. So now her face stinks. So do you really still want her back? <laughs> Anyway, it just irks me. It's like he wants people to feel bad for him. And I just don't feel bad for him. You fought for that. That's yours. You wanted her. You got her. So shut the fuck up and deal with the consequences of dealing with this using ass bitch.
You're grown man. You're 40. This is not the worst thing that has happened to you. You know that. Anyway, I just want to kind of talk about that. Another thing, um, I forgot. One other thing that went down over this lovely Super Bowl weekend. Let me think. Is there anything else that went down? I can't think of nothing else that went down. I know I was talking about I'm talking about Kimye and I wanted to talk about who won the Super Bowl. I want to congratulate them. Um, is there anything else I want to talk about on here? else i just wanted to rant a little bit and then i'm gonna go over to my other place yeah i realized like kevin um heart <clears throat> he's trying to bring back hollywood husbands so i watched the first i think it was the first episode yeah the first episode of the show and Kevin Hart, we need to talk. First and foremost, I did not know that you did the paperback test when it came to parties with you and bitches. Nice to know. Um, and then on top of that, <coughs> is it me? Well, are you coming? a little bit more meaner I mean when you were mean the first time okay okay just in just case you do not understand Hollywood exes Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon started they did this he hosted the BET Awards and I think this was like 10 years ago he hosted the BET Awards and he had a little segment where he was doing like a, a male version of the Real Housewife franchise so <laughs> it was funny and so people thought it was funny and so they were like hey why don't we do it in real life so they did hollywood um husbands and the show wasn't really that good i don't remember the storyline i don't know what's happening but all i know is is that Whatever magic they had during the segment they did during the BET Award went away with the actual show. So I watched the show again. So they re they're rebooting it and bringing it back. Um, I think they added Robin Thicke to it. Robin Thicke is he added to it before they ended it, and then now they brought it back, and it's just him and everybody else. It's Nelly. It's um, Boris Kojo, um, Robin Thicke, 
which they start the show playing a song that Robin Thicke got sued for by the Marvin Gaye family. I was like, girl, JB Smooth, JB Smooth, he saves the show for me. <laughs> He's so fucking annoyed that it's funny. I can't. <laughs> I think every black guy group, any black guy group or friend, everybody has a JB Smooth. <laughs> He's annoying as fuck. He's the only saving grace to me. I feel like he needed more airtime. Um, but it's just to me, he just coming off a little meaner in this um in Hollywood exes. He's coming off a little bit more meaner and he's coming off a little bit more like narcissistic. Um, Kevin, Kevin don't feel like Kevin no more. Does that make sense? Cause Kevin's funny. But since he got Hollywood, he's not funny no more. He's not that funny. So I don't know what's going on. And like I said, when people have severe energy, especially like um, severe injury, especially to the spinal cord, if uh, you're just wondering, you know, to me, it just seemed like he was lacking something. I don't know what it is. I can't quite point and figure out. But like I said, there's some things I'm talking about. But I was watching that and I was like, girl. I just, just, just give the show to JB Smooth, okay? <laughs> Jay, I just thinking about JB Smooth makes me laugh. He like Dion Cole in Blackish. Dion Cole saves Blackish. <laughs> just looking at them make you laugh. So, it just, so like. I just think they should let JB Swoop have his own shit. Okay. It's been a long time coming for him. He needs his flowers where he needs them. Uh, instead of just being a side character, you know, he's funny. Okay. But I don't know what's going on with you, Kevin. Okay. So, you know, that's the things that are going on this weekend. Um that just got to me i was like oh my god it's just kanye west shit just irritated the hell out of me um but with that being said i hope you guys know and um that i'm gonna give a black history moment we're gonna have a black history moment i want to talk about wait today we're gonna be talking about I have no rights to call her sister, but they call her sister, but she's really a queen. Her, I don't know if you know who she is, but her name is Sister Rosetta Tharp. It's Tharp. I don't know why it said Thorp. Um, I don't know why I got spelled Thorpe on my calendar, but basically she is the queen. She is the godmother and she's the creator of Elvis. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about Sister Rosetta Tharp. If her name is not Tharp and it's Thorpe, I'm going to be highly upset because last time I checked, I'm telling you it's a Mandela effect. I could have sworn it said Thorpe. Because I would not have written it down as 
Thorpe if it was Thorpe, but it's Tharp. Today we'll be talking to her, giving her her flowers, for creating rock and roll that you listen to. Okay? Because, you know, y'all be getting me talking about some damn Elvis the King or something. Hey, shut up, okay? Y'all don't even know if he did or alive or not, okay? Just like we don't know if Tupac is really dead or alive. I can't wait to do my podcast about that, by the way. I'm trying to decide on whether I do that on his birthday or what I do on the day that he supposedly died. It all depends. So today in um, Black History, we'll be talking about Sister Rosetta Tharp, the godmother, the founder of Elvis Rock and Roll. But before we get into that, y'all know is a word from our sponsors. You know, we have a word for our sponsors. Just say. Okay, so I'm back. And we're going to be talking about Sister Rosa Tharp. I hope you guys um, are in. Wait, it's kind of cool outside. You know, I like giving y'all a little summary of the weather. It's cool outside, but it's nice and sunny and it's beautiful. Shout out to all these companies for um, putting out there what we want. I'll be straight up honest with you. Roses are beautiful and candy is lovely, but it's nice to have a full set and a nice lace wig to wear. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, shout out to the wig company that had me, because y'all know I put it on my other platform that I want a lace front and my nails done. And then a nail company came out and said, I want my nails done. These are the things that make us happy. Not all women are into that, because you have women who just, you know, but I'm just saying for some women, it's just a lace front um, fluttery eyelashes and some stiletto nails. Shout out to them. So I want you guys to sit back and relax. Because it's a little cool outside, I would suggest you get something nice and warm. Not too hot, just something nice and warm. Get you something to eat. We're going to talk about the, le- the legendary Rosetta Tharp. How she created rock and roll that y'all swear up and down Elvis Dundee, honey. Did we talk about Elvis? We did talk about Elvis. Cause I already told y'all we all we we people saying he's still alive and he possibly did. I don't know. They said he was at home alone. But that movie was like 30 years ago. So because he was at home alone don't mean that he's still alive now. 30 years ago is a big difference. But today we're going to be talking about Sister Rosetta Tharp. So I hope you guys sit back and relax and enjoy the show. We'll be talking about um, Sister Rosetta Tharp. I don't know what kind of snack you can get. Uh, Chocolate candy. Chocolate covered strawberries. I had a red velvet cookie today, y'all. I got it from Fresh to Order and it was delicious. Sit back and relax. I don't sit up here and just talked up the whole situation. I'm just, I got stuck at the, the red velvet cookie I got from Fresh to Order. Okay, I'm sorry. So, 
Today's article I found from Encyclopedia of Arkansas.net. It says Sister Rosetta Tharp, aka Rosetta Newbin Tharp. Um, it doesn't really say who wrote the article. Does it? It was last updated, okay, in January 13th, 2019. It was written by um, somebody at University of Arkansas Press, okay? So, Ar so Arkansas native Rosetta Newman Tharp, Tharp was one of gospel's music first superstars, the first gospel performer to record for a major record label, DECA, and an early crossover from gospel to secular music. Tharp has been cited as an influence by numerous musicians, including Bob Dylan, Little Richard, Elvis Presley, and Arkansas Johnny Cash. Rosetta Tharp was born in Cotton Plant, Woodruff County, on March 20, 1915, to Katie Bell Newman Atkins, an evangelist, singer, and model mandolin player for the Church of God in Christ, Kajik, and Willie Atkins. Immediately, I thought of What's his name? Because he always doing Kajic jokes. Carlton Hughes. He always got jokes about Kajic. <clears throat> Let me continue. She went by the first name Rosa, Rosa Etta, and Rosa Bell, and used both her father's last name and her mother's main name, Nubin. She began performing at the age of four, playing guitar and singing Jesus on the main line. By age six, she appeared regularly with her mother, performing a mix of gospel and secular music style that would eventually make her famous. As a youth, she could sing and keep on pitch hold, and hold a melody. Her vocal quality, how, however, paled beside her ability on the guitar. She played individual tone, melodies, and riffs instead of just strumming chords. This talent was all more remarkable because at the time, a few African-American women played guitar. Her guitar style was influenced by her mother mandolin playing and by pianist Arizona Drains. She also sang the popular hymns of the day, including the compositions of blues man turned gospel musician Thomas A. Dorsey. Indeed, elements of blues are readily apparent in her guitar style, styling. Later, her music would be influenced by her work with great with jazz greats Lucky Melinda and Cab Calloway. Built as a singing and guitar playing miracle, she was an addition attraction to her mother's church service. Both mother and daughter worked as a member of an evangelistic troupe that worked that worked throughout the South before arriving in Chicago, Illinois, in the late 1920s. There, they became part of the growing holiness movement a late 19th century offshoot of the Pentecostal denomination, which in 19, which in 1890s led to the formation of Kajik and other new religious group. After several years of working with her mother and on, a, on the advice of several Chicago promoters, Rosetta Newbin moved to New York in the mid-1930s. She married Minister Thomas A. Tharp in 1934 after their divorce, which was finalized in 1943, Rosetta kept the last name for use, for use as her stage name. Later in the 1940s, Tharp was married a second time to promoter Fosh Allen. 
Thart was signed to Decca Records in 1938 and was successfully successful immediately. Virgin to Thomas A. Dorsey, the strain and hide me in the bosom, hide me in thy bosom, released as Rock Me, were smash hit featuring Tharp on guitar and Lucky Melinda Jazz Orchestra as accompaniment. These released start, started a trend for Tharp, who recorded both traditional numbers for her gospel fan base and up-tempo secular influence tunes for her growing white audience. The popularity of her single led to Tharp's inclusion in John Hammond's black music, music extravaganza from spiritual to swing. Held in Carnegie Hall in New York City on December 23, 1938. After this well-publicized event, Thart went on a concert tour throughout the Northeast. She also recorded with Cab Calloway to sell some success, but far better with Trouble in Mind, Shout Sister Shout, and That's All, all recorded with Lucius Lucky Melinda's Jazz Orchestra in 1941 and 1942. Tharp's popular popularity was so great that she was the only one of two black gospel acts. The others were in were the Dixie Hummingbirds to record V Dis for US troops overseas. In the night in the late 1940s, Tharp returned to a more strictly religious song recording Didn't It Rain in Up Above My Head with Marie Knight. I think we did this song. I think didn't Kurt Franklin remake that song? Or I'm just thinking that. Is it? I feel music in the air. There must be a God somewhere. Is that the song? See, that's why I'm supposed to be doing deeper. Um, I only saw the footage of Rosetta Tharp um, doing Didn't It Rain. Now I got to look up up above my head. With Marie Knight. From 1944 to 1951, her main accomplice was Samuel Sammy Blythe Price, a boogie-woogie pianist from Texas. His trio backed her on Strange Things Happen Every Day, a top 10 race record. Tharp continued her success in the religion religious market, such was Tharp's popularity that on July 3rd, 1951, 25,000 people paid to witness Tharp's third marriage to Russell Morrison, her manager, in a ceremony held in New York. I don't know where I saw New York at, but Washington, D.C., Griffith Stadium. While her marriages to men were a matter of public record, it is widely said that Dart had a relationship with women. So y'all just going to tell me that all the female jazz singers back then and all the female singers, I mean, black singers back then were bisexual. That seemed to be a running on thing. You know, they did it with Bessie Smith, with mom, with uh, um, Queen Latifah. They did, of course, they did with Billie Holiday. So you're telling me Sister Rosetta Tharp, somebody who started in the Kajic Church, was in real life bisexual? Okay. My question is, did she want that information to be put out there? Because y'all love putting out information just to have something to talk about. Tharp and Marie Knight parted ways after unsuccessfully trying to enter the blues market. As a result of the foray into the pop music market, Thorpe popularity waned. 
soon her concert. Shout out to uh GJ Wan, by the way. Wanda Dondada. Your birthday was in between uh the 10th and I'm gonna say the 18th. Happy birthday, Wine. Anyway, back to this article. Soon, her concert date dropped off and she lost her recording contract with Decca. Of course, Tharp kept working, had signed with Mercury Records by the late 1950s. She first toured Europe in 1957 and made return trip in the 1960s, making several live recordings while overseas. Although she never realized her comeback, Thorpe continued to perform as a stroke in 1970, in 1970 necessitated a leg amputation and caused speech difficulty, but it merely slowed her down. Thorpe continued to tour and perform until her death in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on October 9th, 1973. The entertainment industry will work you to death, literally. Tharp's music and influence continued years after her death. Her songs have been recorded by Elvis Presley and Johnny Cash spoke of her impact on his music. In 1998, the U.S. Postal Service issued a Rosetta Tharp postage stamp. In 2003, the album Shout, Sister Shout, a tribute to Sister Rosetta Tharp, was released with versions of Tharp songs performed by female artists including Maria Maldora, Audette, and Marcia Ball. She was inducted into the Arkansas Black Hall of Fame in 2012. In 2013, the PBS series American Masters featured an episode on Tharp, and she was inducted into the Arkansas Entertainers Hall of Fame. Act 810 of 2017 designated Highway 17 from Cotton Plant to Brinkley, Rural County, the Sister Rosetta Tharp Memorial Highway. In 2018, Thart was inducted into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the early influence category with Brittany Howard of Alabama Shakes performing two of Thart's hits at the induction ceremony in Cleveland, Ohio. This concludes my podcast about Sister Queen, Rosetta Tharp. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I was going to see, because it's parts, specific key points that I was talking about. I can't find it. I'm going to say this. I'm not looking for it now anymore. I'm just going to talk about this for a minute. Uh, It's crazy how many artists comes from the church. It's crazy how the black church 
plays an influential role in music as a whole? And, but uh, the thing that rushed through my head when I saw that she started performing as a little girl. Um, when it came to church, I kept thinking about Aretha Franklin. Now, I don't know if y'all know about the unsavory story surrounding Aretha Franklin or anything like that. But, you know, I noticed that they were quick to bring in that she was bisexual. That's still an allegation. So that's an allegedly because she's not alive to defend herself. But I find it to be crazy how so many artists comes from the church. And how they all get their start in the church. Y'all like, what's your point? What's the point you're trying to make? How do I say this without offending the church, really? Um, like I said, she became big. She became the queen of rock and roll. And, and, and even country artists are inspired by her. But... The one thing that I, that stick out to me is about the church. Artists will go from doing church music, singing about the church, and then they'll go to secular music. That's just something I noticed. That's something I just want to bring up. And they all started as little kids. And the reason why it just crossed my mind was because yesterday I saw a group of four little black kids in church. Granted, they were like, they all had these big voices. Not now one of them was over 10. And they had these big voices. And I was looking at them singing in church and I was looking at how they were acting. You know, sometimes kids, they act you know or they put on a show just to make you think a certain type of way about them and i was just wondering in the back of my head because i remember when they did a song they finished and of course the church was all up in arms it was blessed and whatever and then the kids seemed to act out shouting
And I'm just wondering, at what age is too young to put the emotional responsibility of kids to raise spiritual, the spiritual, the spiritual energy in the room? You know, like I said, you know, she started out in a church. And when I hear about kids starting off in a church, that within itself has an iffy entity. Because I feel like y'all put too much spiritual responsibility on children. They're still children. They're still little. Yes, they're talented. But it's like at some point it becomes a thing to where you are exploiting these kids to get what you want, which is money. Now, I don't know. I don't think that was Rosetta Tharp's mother's intention. She just so happened to have a very talented daughter and they just so happened to go around and, and share the talent of their daughter. But in today's age, I feel like people exploit their children. And I just think about with the church and how people exploit their children and expect their children to be a certain way. And it's kind of a, a hard responsibility on a child to abstain to, 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 to uphold a certain type of lifestyle because they're still trying to figure things out too, okay? They just realized that one plus one equals two. So I don't think Rosa Tharp's mother was doing that, but it's just like, it just made me think of that video of these four little kids with big voices singing in church and they're acting out shouting. You gotta let these kids grow up. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, they're talented. It's nothing wrong with putting them out there and showing people how talented they are, but they're still children and children should be able to be children. Um, and that was just something that was going through my head. I was just thinking about it when they was talking about, she was a child in a church and she started off in a church. And I feel like sometimes the church put a lot of responsibility on a child to understand something about church. When even people in church don't understand the spiritual aspect of God. So that's, I don't know why that just bothered me. I just got in my head a little bit, but I was just think about those four little kids. Like I said, these kids are very talented. There's nothing wrong with them singing in church, but I feel like sometimes a grown up put their emotions on kids that don't quite understand what's going on with themselves. Um, so that was just something I was thinking of when I was thinking about when they, you know, said that she was singing at a small age. Um, but other than that, a lot of y'all want to be standing here with Rosetta Tharp. And it was crazy because um, I want to tell you a dream my mother had about me. This was back when I wanted to be a pop star. And then I'm just going to leave you with a cliffhanger. <laughs> so my mom had this dream. I'll be straight up honest with you. Um, everybody in my family, most well, most of most of most people in my family, we were made to learn how to. They were made to learn how to play the piano. Okay. And I'm gonna be honest with you. It's always good to have a skill that you can use in the end because you might need the extra coins that it comes with. Because because my uncle and because my my aunt, they have been able to make money off of the fact that they play the piano. My aunt is a piano player. She also is a great singer. My grandmother is a piano player. My mother is a piano player. And she knew how to play the oboe. It's crazy that I'm bringing this up because, once again, a, a huge teacher 
that taught them how to play these instruments. He passed away. My mom knew how to, was it oboe or a bassoon? It was the bassoon. Um, so we were all, you know, they were all forced to play the piano. You know, my generation, we're the great grandkids. We weren't forced to play that. But in my early 20s, I was trying to learn how to be a piano. I was learning how to play the piano. And then as I got older, I realized my instrument was not the piano. It was the guitar. I don't know how to play the guitar. Um, I am looking to playing the guitar. So I told my mom about my stage image I had about myself. And my mom had this dream of me being on stage with the guitar playing. And because she was like, you know, there's not many people out there that play the piano or play the guitar. And there's a lot of people who are talented. And yes, I know some of Walker know how to play a guitar. But there's not many black female representation of us playing the guitar. And even when we do know how to play the guitar, you see what they've done with Summer. And Summer's a very talented girl. But y'all don't want to see her play the guitar. When I found the image of Sister Rosetta Thorpe, Tharp, it further put me out there into understand India Ari as well. Um, it further put me in the understanding of that a black woman with a guitar is still a foreign idea to some of you guys. I talk, I want to talk about Sister Rosetta Tharp because people don't give her enough credit for rock and roll one and rock and roll. Everything is based off of spiritual, spiritual music, of gospel music, okay? And gospel music were basically music that slaves sung that gave you that they were telling them how to get how to how to get to freedom. Okay. So all this music, all these genres, I don't care which way you look at it, even pop, is freedom music. And Sister Rosetta Tharp is the blueprint of someone who used freedom music to be a superstar. And like I said, she caught my eye because she was a black woman with a guitar. And like I said, I felt some kind of way. And I was like, oh, well, you know, they don't do this and they do that. And as soon as you start playing the guitar, they start putting other things in your face, like dance moves and, and stuff like that. And I keep seeing this guitar. So I want to salute Sister Rosetta Tharp for being extraordinary, for being very talented, for being a legend that keeps on giving because there's a lot of music that would not be created without her. Everything in entertainment industry is based off a of black culture. 
We created this music. And Sister Rosetta Tharp created Elvis. With that being said, I hope you guys have a lovely day. I want to salute you, Sister Rosetta Tharp, for being one of the sisters out there with the guitar and showing your real true talent and being the architect of the music as we know today as rock and roll. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. Black music is the root of all music. And you cannot take that away from us. Tomorrow, I will be talking about... Because I know, like, once a month, I become trash, right? I almost did it with my other podcast. I almost became trash. That's a whole nother story. What happened was I, I screwed up and started listening to Jodeci, and I got in my feelings. But we ain't going to talk about that. But tomorrow, we will be talking about, I don't know why all my stuff is just freezing right now. I guess because it's cold. I do have the window open. Not because it's cold. I'm just trying to get rid of a smell. And no, the rock is not cooking over here. Um, But tomorrow, we'll be talking about Barbara Smith Conrad. So I hope you guys are ready to talk about her. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so outie.